When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. to the uh, Lori and Julia show here on the uh, big radio station known as uh, My Talk 1071. Hang on a second, I was gonna... I gotta do something here. Here we go. We're gonna win, twins. We're gonna score. We're gonna win, twins. What's that baseball score? Knock out a home run. Shot a hit for Cheer for the Minnesota Twins today. Excited about that, Ori. Hello? Okay, microphone. And I had my first soccer experience. <laughs> and? Julia, you're right. It was it's absolutely a, a blast. It's a blast It's the there. most fun I've had at a sporting event it's, since I attended the 1991 game one or two, whatever game I was at. I mean, I, it just was so fun. It's so fun and everyone and did you get food from that one end the bar end you know with the burgers and the beers down at the brew hall no no i we had like amazing seats okay and uh i was very taken with the stand-up fans and the drums and the chanting and the smoke bombs (laughs) and and that's one whole end of the stadium are these really accelerated seats that go straight up basically and that's a certain group of people that do all the cheering for you Yep. Well, they I noticed they had leaders. Yes. And they had drummers. Yes. And I don't know who the lucky people are who get to set off the smoke bombs. <laughs> and uh, my, uh, we went with our neighbors. They have season tickets. Okay. And she's like, oh, I hope they win. I hope they win. I said, why? Because they're going to, like, clinching something? Great. She said, well, that, and they play Wonderwall at the end of the game if mm. they win. And at the acapella part, the music stops and the fans take over. Well, how you know Wonderwall, right. Donnie. Oh, find Wonderwall. Yeah. It's apparently it. the song of the loons. Yeah, they sing it every time. Every they time win. they win. Every time. So she was like so excited. You must not have been to a winning game. Well, they won, but we left a oh, little okay. before the end. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So I didn't catch the Wonderwall win. Wonderwall, the song, which mm-hmm. I guess I was like, oh yeah, I, I know the words to this song. We all know the words to this song. We just forgot that maybe that was the name of it. Per usual. Per usual. <laughs> I couldn't believe uh, that's uh, Man Candyville. T- what did I tell you? If I'm telling I were you. a single oh woman. Oh, my word. Or a gay guy. Oh, my gosh. That is like a buffet. A buffet. And I really felt that the, like the, the heat, there was a lot of heat. 
It wasn't Sexual just like heat or it wasn't or just soccer schlu- heat. It wasn't just schlubby no, looking no. guys. No, it no, was no. like a lot of hot guys. I told you this yeah. when I came back and I said that is a man, like you said, a man of Palooza. Uh, unbelievable. And in, in a very tight area. I love that were. stadium. It was so pretty inside. I mean, the way it flowed, I was glad I had a down jacket. I just damn did it get cold last night. It was a beautiful night, but beautiful. a little chilly too little at the chilly. same time. Yeah, it was honestly, that is a fun. I'm so, so glad it was a you double went. win uh, sports night in this town. <clears throat> yeah, big night. You got the kids and the, and the loons. Do you have the Wonder Wheel song? Wonder Wall. Is it Oasis who does this yeah. song? Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. By now, you, you should have somehow realized what you gotta do. Tell me the, the chorus. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Backbeat, the way you're trying to get to the chorus? Yeah, we're trying to get to the chorus when the fans take over. I know this part. Yes. Yeah. How fun! And I'm so telling they you, turn like the and then just the whole crowd is singing. Like turn the music down, I guess. Yeah, and it's not. It's at the very end of the game. Yeah. When the game when the okay. win is over and after they the soccer players rush the net or the fans at that end and. Jump up and give them the high fives. I need or, to stay to the end of a game, apparently. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's when all, that's, that's where the... And I really wasn't even like... I was kind of like watch, watching a, a lot of beautiful legs in motion sure. and paying attention to hair and who who was the hottest and why were we in white when we were the home team, you know, just answering what, questions. Well, what... Yeah. You know, did you get answers to any of these know, things? I usually drifted off and didn't even right. want the answer to anything. I just enjoyed the whole experience. It and how did you guys fun. get there? Did you get dropped off, or did you? We took a uh, we shared a ride there. Casey uh-huh. and the guy neighbor had gone earlier to get a parking spot and get a bite to eat because, like everyone, you're either on. University going to the right. turf club or that other bar across the street, or you're on, uh, you know, Selby. Sure. With all those bars or Marshall. Stuff, or Marshall. Or, but the, the restaurants right. are all on oh, pretty much right. on okay. Selby. I guess there's a few on Marshall's, you know. But not really. More Selby. Yeah. Fun, Lori. Yeah. I'm glad you did Do that. You know, there are restaurants on Marshall's when you cross. Cross what? Cross the street. No, I don't know. Forget it. Don't ask me. Okay. One day. I'm getting it. I'm mixing up with Selby. I know you are. <laughs> Somebody crossed the street. It was a chicken. Anyway, it was fun. It was, it was It was super fun. And I mean, I saw families and kids and, oh, all, you know, kids. all kinds of people. But, but there's mostly men. Yeah. I'd and say. I was shocked at the prices. Oh, yeah. My gosh. It's expensive expensive yeah, it is you know those little barefoot bottles of wine that come in a four pack that How are much? plus yeah 12 dollars no. 18 dollars margaritas and mojitos <gasps> i thought soccer was kind of a a, 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 a sport no. for the people in, that, in the sense of <laughs> not anymore wow yeah but i did discover i did have a samosa 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 
Samosa? What, what was that? Is that a, it was like an East uh, East Indian, you know, that's like a, a dumpling kind sure, of a thing with some sure. lentils. That was, was really good. good. Oh, and okay. then I found Casey, you know, a $4 bag of churros with caramel dip. Oh, he couldn't have been happier. Oh, he couldn't have been happier. And, and uh, people were like, they thought they were good. And... Uh, <laughs> My friend was like amazed they were only four dollars. She said that may be one of the cheapest things right. yeah, ever, besides well, the pretzel. Right. It, it. But it is. Did you see people with the loons on their heads? Oh, I had a. I had a scarf. I had to wave when instructed. And really, because remember we got them. I gave mine away here to someone, and yeah. I'm just like, who's? Yeah. Yeah. But, no. It was. It was. It was a blast. Oh, I'd, I'm so I'd glad. Love to go again. Donnie, what happens now if they are in the playoffs? Well, we don't know uh, the seeding yet. Because the final standings are not done. Yeah. It depends on how everything works out, who who they would play in the first round. We won't know that until the season is over. When does their season end? Uh, they have a game that's, Sunday, I know. I think they've got maybe four games oh, left. Oh, all right. So, so it's still a while. And I liked how quick it was. Oh, Lori, that's my favorite thing oh, yeah, about it. Oh, yeah, two hours, you're done. That yes, is it's nice. like basketball. Yeah. yeah. It starts on time. You know, yeah. the other thing I just want to say is they're saying that our guys at school at Score North, mm-hmm. are saying the Twins will more than likely be playing the Yankees. Uh, yes. And really? it will start next yes. week, and Yankee has home field advantage. They do. Yeah, it'll be the Yankees. So this is going to be the year that we finally Play the overcome Yankees. the curse. Is mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do we? Are we in good shape, do you guys feel? <laughs> well, Bodies I'd rather are they, be healed, Donnie. I'd rather they play the Yankees than the Astros because the Yankees pitching isn't as good as the Astros. And we've got home run hitters. Yeah. Uh, yes, we have Bombas, yeah. as they're called. Bombas? Bombas. That's what they call the home runs when the Twins hit. They're called Bombas. They're the Bomba squad. Yeah. Oh, for God's sakes. Yeah. And then it looks like they're going to win again today. Oh, good. Over. Uh, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of Not to be left in the dust, you're going to Post Malone tonight or tomorrow night at the, uh, I was going to say the St. Paul Civic Center, but I think it's called Excel now. Yeah. Memories. Um, Is that show sold up both nights? I think I saw maybe tickets for tomorrow night, but you'd be buying some expensive ones. I bought, this was a birthday present for my boy. Mm Mm-hmm. And since we shared the same birthday, I thought, oh, maybe he'll take me. <laughs> no way. How'd that work out? <laughs> no way. I know. At 15, maybe, because you need a ride and someone yeah, to pay for the parking at 24. I'm nah. super jealous, because I think this will be quite fun maybe tonight. Maybe he's taking a hot date. Maybe. You know? Mm-hmm. But if you do want to go, go down to the Excel with cash. And, and see a map. You, and print a map ahead of, of time. Excel of seating Excel, chart. Because sometimes it's hard to get your Wi-Fi. You're right, Lori. And so yeah, bring cash and a map. Yeah, and a map. I think this would be oh, they're gonna have fun there tonight. Yeah, because that Sway Lee is opening. Yeah. So they'll perform that song together, of course. And I don't know who else is opening. Well, no, that's what my son told me, and I said, Who's that? And he goes, Mommy's a rapper. And in that song. But now we know that. Well, I've known that. (laughs) (laughs) Even on the even on the like billboard it says Post Malone and Sway Lee. Oh, all right. You know it says their name together and this song has been on there and for how long but he's got know, so many hits i think it's gonna be yeah. a blast all right. album is still number one i think it is donnie yeah. i think it is okay so uh last night jimmy kimmel had um i kind of feel like oh one of his signature things is the meet you know 
celebrities reading mean tweets. Uh-huh. But this is only the twelfth time that he's done it. Serious, but it feels like the people it he but collects he does, them from like three months at a time. Yes, yeah. and then packages it together. So it's anyone who was basically who was a guest on his show this summer. Exactly, is who we okay. have in the hot seat for a hilarious new edition of Mean Tweets. And the celebrity reads Mean Tweets. People they read written. a tweet about themselves. Yes. About themselves. Just one. Every once in a while, someone will do a snappy comeback yep. to that. And otherwise, a lot of times people just look at the camera. <laughs> uh, you know, but here we go. Will Ferrell is overrated. Sorry, but he just screams. It's kind of true. John Hamm is a soft boy with a dad bod. Hashtag truth. <laughs> Maisie Williams looks like a very young grandma. <laughs> she kind of does. I bet Zendaya's feet smell like Funyuns. Let's check, shall we? Nope. Smells like success to me. Love that. It must suck to be a cute little kid, only to grow up looking like a creep. Yes, Fred Savage, I'm talking about you. That's true. (laughs) You think Martin Short's had sex? I bet Martin Short's never had sex. The older Mark Hamill gets, the more he looks like Yoda. Seriously, seeing that guy lately, he's Yoda. Mmm, mean burn this is. Thanks. All right, there's a sample for yeah. you. I noticed you oh. had to cut out all the ones that had the Effenheimer. Like yeah, I, I stayed away was, from those. Yeah, we uh, have Well, to. yours was Kim's. I'd rather plant poison ivy in plants my, in my anus oh, before uh, hearing another word. <laughs> about kim kardashian and she said go ahead and do that please it was hysterical (laughs) i thought that was a good comeback um and then the woman who wrote it reacted to having her tweet oh really she said somehow i don't even remember that tweet in particular but okay i guess i did send that out and i that Maisie williams looks like a very young grandma oh my gosh it was kind of true because when i was looking at her reading it she feels like she does yeah she looks like a very, like she could be a distant cousin of Angela Lansbury. Well, she's got an actor's face in that she's going to be very malleable and be a good character <laughs> actor. Look at how you... What are you trying to say? Nothing. <laughs> she's agreeing with me, but she's okay. not going to be as mean. A very malleable actor. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> with, with, wow. You know, with hair and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, here we go. AMSR. You don't do them together. It's oh. only one sound at a time. <laughs> you interrupted me. I did. Oh, okay. You inter- okay. All right. So here, I just want to also, uh, on late night, speaking of TV, Walter Goggins was on with Stephen Colbert. First, he had Renee Zellweger on. They had a very lovely... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com chat she told a very charming story about waiting in line to meet jimmy carter and have have her book signed and she was such a fan and then when she met him she just froze 
like everybody else. <laughs> and then Walton Goggins was on because he has a new show on called The Unicorn. CBS has a whole new lineup sandwiched around moms. It's um, Patricia Heaton, Carol's second act, mm-hmm. The Unicorn with Walton Goggins, and then also Evil is on at nine, which is Michelle and Robert King's newest show. And of course, they're the ones who gave us The Good Wife and oh. The Good Fight. Oh, it's that couple, right. that producing All couple. Right, so tell us about because these are going to premiere tonight. So first, tell us what is the unicorn about? The unicorn is like a, it's like a guy who a year after his wife has died, his friends are like, you're the perfect man. You're the last perfect man. His group of friends kind of realize and uh, Colbert was giving him or it might have been Kimmel was giving him grief. He's like, you're in this, you're painted on a building in downtown L.A. The last perfect man. That's why it's called the unicorn. Because does does it exist? Does it exist? Right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, it was very funny. And his wife and his kid were like, don't get any ideas. Right. You're not that guy. Right. So anyway, but it's, a, it's a comedy, it's, isn't it? It's, it's a comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a at 100% yeah. with the 10 critics that have reviewed it have all liked it because he's so good. He's and we last saw him really on well, Justified. Justified. He's in um, he's been in other things. Yeah. Shield. The, the I've Shield never was seen him in a first. comedic situation. Well, though. he was in that Vice Principles or whatever on HBO. On HBO. Yeah, and that he was, did a guest shot on Big Bang Theory. too. Yeah, yeah. And, and Sons of Anarchy. Remember the oh, crossdresser? Yeah. I didn't watch that. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, oh, he was great. He was, role. he was yeah. such a hot woman in a weird he, way. I can see yeah, that he was yes. really hot. But and then so this evil is like at eighty eight percent. That's on CBS. But I just bring it to your attention because it's a. Uh, What's if it you're about? a fan of the Good Wife, the Good Life, uh, it's about is there really like evil in this world? Like you know religiously speaking, yes. that kind of evil. So I don't know if this is... Demons and evil spirits. Yeah, yeah. not for you, Julie? But one of the... I think it was the LA Times said it's very rare you get a television show that does address, you know, real evil and having it exist and why has there been a history of... in whatever, you know, sh- whether it's shamans or whatever, right. that you've always had the need for people. You have to be aware of the spirit world or something like that. Oh, for crying out I loud. Know. All right. But you're uh, going to watch it for us. Yes. And if you like it, and I'll I watch it. And I think Donnie's going to watch it. I might. We'll Look see. Look at that on network TV. On network TV. Yeah. So I just uh, kind of plug the network stuff. And Neil, Justin, you know, he's always, I always like to see what he's picking. Did he like both of those? I never read the variety today. <laughs> this case, I, I my did. Own mind. Uh, neither of those. Uh, he said Carol's second act was okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes like with a sitcom like that, it might take a minute. But they only give him a minute, which is the other thing. Right. Plus, yeah. she's so identified with the middle because that was a really Everybody successful loves show. Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. So I think people tune in, give it a chance, and it's sandwiched right after mom. And she's a great actress. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Will you? Will. Baby, you got me changed. 24-7, I everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. So last night in, um, in uh, London, Julia, Dame Helen Mirren 
sailed down the red carpet as Catherine the Great because, of course, she is starring as Catherine the Great for HBO. And, and it's going to be a four-part series, or what is it? It's, it's, it's not a movie. No, no. I think it's, it's got parts. The twenty-first of October is when it premieres, okay. and uh, I don't remember. It's a, just a limited series, but it it's is? it's going to be. You know, we love our historical fiction, we and love. Uh, I don't know if it's based on a book. It came out a, maybe three years ago, Catherine the Great, where it was really it's. It's it's really you know all the, all the facts of Catherine the Great are are correct, but then the whole rest of the book is imagined. So it wasn't Philippa Gregory who wrote it, but somebody but else. Historical fiction, and it was just I mean she's like this incredible Russian Tsarina, right? You yes. know, and what happens Empress. to her and her story is really. So it's got to be Catherine the Great if it's she's reflecting back on her life, right? Because you know, Ellen Mirren is playing yes. her. Yes. But I love it, Lori. You said she sailed down the red carpet, but she was in an ornate sedan chair. Like a Tsarina would be carried into a palace. Yeah, with four burly men carrying her in. The interior of this um, ornate sedan chair (laughs) was ivory. It included a high-backed throne for the actress that was pale blue. Yeah, she looked regal in a Tudor-style oh, yeah. bodice with wide-leg black trousers. We couldn't see that in here, but I love it. Then the chair was placed down on the red carpet with one of the men opening the door to help her to come out. It reminded me the last time we've kind of even seen this was when Lady Gaga arrived in the eggshell. Yes, in when she egg. was being born mm-hmm. again, born yeah. this way. Well, it has been something that monarchies and like you know <laughs> Egypt to. to Russia, right. China, you know, where people are carried to their thrones. It just kind of looks lovely. Yeah. Why would you ever use your legs? I know. So it's a four-part series okay. that will follow the end of her reign, her affair with Russian military leader Grigory P- Potemkin that helped shape the future of female uh, or of Russian politics and she's considered history's most powerful female queen. Yes. If, yes. You know, ah, whoever even, even more than decided Elizabeth. that about, but I mean, I guess because of what she accomplished and she lived to be she a lived long, long. Uh, so anyway, I want to see this. Oh, I, I love our, yeah, we love our sure. historical fiction, but with someone so established. I love yes, it. I love it. Okay. So this was on the Today Show this morning before they cut away to all things politics, which just kind of took over all the uh, shows this morning. But to the Today Show had this thing, which I thought was kind of a good consumer piece for us because how many times have we just even said in the last year how are we going to keep up on all this tv (laughs) this streaming it's been longer than that that we've been saying that but all of us have slowly become bought more things yeah yes we see the to see tv you know so anyway so this is uh the today show tv streaming more is what it means Streaming is surging with shows like Fleabag, Ozark, and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel picking up big wins at the Emmys, adding one or maybe several shows to your already overflowing watch list. According to researchers, 74% of U.S. households have subscriptions to Netflix, Amazon Prime, and or Hulu. 
There are actually hundreds of streaming subscription services already out there in the U.S., a number that will go up with big companies like Disney, Apple, HBO, and our parent company NBC Universal launching new services. The trend is prompting so-called cord cutters to ditch their pay TV plans. The average cable or satellite bill is $107. Well, you won't see one bill that high from any of the popular streaming services. Costs can pile up quickly. A standard monthly subscription from Netflix is $12.99. The same goes for an Amazon Prime membership, which includes streaming content. Hulu is $11.99 a month if you don't want to see any ads. Add them up. That's nearly $40 a month right there. And that's without a service that can get you local stations or basic cable channels like Hulu Live or YouTube TV or a broadband provider to make sure you can actually stream it all. That's Add it, that yeah. all up, and it's about the same, if not more, than cable. I will I'm feeling, Lori, I, th- I think you're right, because a big part of our bill is our internet, yeah. high-speed internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when you think of adding all those... If you're only streaming... You still have to have internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't that something? I mean, they're just kind of showing that they're, you're not really saving, saving money. No. Yeah. No. Unless you pick one, because I've heard of a lot of people just picking YouTube... Because for some reason, YouTube allows you to see sports packages Got and it. other things. Yeah. But if you're a sporty, YouTube seems to cover all the bases. Yeah. Okay. Let's well, I've done some research on yeah. that because I looked okay. into it. And uh, some of them, you cannot get the networks. They yeah. don't offer the networks. Some do. You're not going to get all the channels you want. Mm-hmm. None of them have PBS, if you're into that. PBS yeah. is not part of any streaming service. So you really got to do your homework is what I'm saying Yeah. when it comes to streaming services. All right, here's the okay. next one. But if you do cut the cord, you can still keep the classic network TV hits. Warner Media reportedly paid $425 million for Friends and more than that for Big Bang Theory to stream on HBO Max, which launches in the spring. Netflix is rumored to have doled out $500 million for the rights to Seinfeld. The same hefty price tag NBC Universal is said to have paid for The Office to stream on Peacock, which launches this spring. These companies realize that they have to spend a lot of money to get into the market, and they're playing long-term here. So what's the best way for viewers to strategize? Experts say it's important to evaluate what type of content you care about, where you're planning to watch it, and of course what fits into your budget. And if you're one of those people who subscribe to a service just to watch one show, don't forget to cancel when you're done. Now, more companies are offering bundles. For example, Disney says it'll have a package that has Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu, all starting in November for $12.99 a month. That's the same price as your standard Netflix package, which shows just how competitive things are getting. Well, that's the, that is the one good thing, and then you know you got the other. On the other thing, you know, people f- want to have local, like Channel Forty Five. They have all the good, you know. They, they have, have all the good. They have all King a lot of, Queens, of good shows. A lot of good. King they, of Queens, yeah. Mike and Molly, Blackish. Yeah, you don't get that on a streaming. The show. news, yeah, Mod, Archie Bunkers, Mash, yeah. The Jeffersons. I mean, they have like classic. I know, and those aren't on streaming services. No, but I mean, yeah. if you oh, just have, you can get it with just your. Regular TV, you know, uh, it's you have to have 45. an antenna. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just—it's a lot of a lot. <laughs> it is. A yeah, lot. it is a lot. Of it a is lot. a lot of a lot. <sighs> well, I don't know. Are we more confused than ever? Yes. <laughs> yeah, TBS has friends back to back to back to back. Did it's you know just, that? No. 
Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm done with Friends. I did that yeah, back right. to back yeah, to I, back. I, I well, we watched back. it live and we I lived did. it. I lived I've already experienced that. Okay. (laughs) So Griffin Dunn, you know, the guy who plays Jack's brother on This Is Us. The older guy, Nikki. The older guy with the glasses, the alcoholic, who's a veteran. Jack said died died in Vietnam, Mm -hmm. but we found out last season in This Is Us that he's alive. Because I kept going, gosh, he looks like a, like he kind of looks like he's giving me Harry Dean Stanton vibe with the long hair and the glasses. But it's Griffin Dunn who he was opposite Madonna and who's that girl? He's the guy who says he's going to help her. The hot guy. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah, you could see it. Yeah, and he was in, you know, he's more of a character actor, I guess. Yeah, I'd say so. Because now he's, you know. uh, Full time. He was in American Werewolf way back when. Well, Laura, you watched that too. I love that. My Girl. He was in My Girl. I loved My Girl. Yeah, you'll recognize him from okay. that I movie. I recognized him when he showed up. But, but I just it was hard because look. he's really, they've got him really looking rough because but, he's yeah. playing this alcoholic, alcoholic. that lives in a camper. Yeah, Vietnam mm-hmm. vet who's got yep. probably, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder. And the family's been told he died years ago. So he really is in rough looking shape. I'm like, who is that guy? I can I recognize There's that guy. There's handsomeness underneath that facade. Yes. That and, you know who, and when I was digging around about okay. Griffin, because apparently he's going to be a big part of the storyline for this fourth season. Yes, I see that. But he, here's my six degrees, not of Kevin Bacon, but just six degrees of kind of Hollywood. Okay. Uh, his first wife whom he was married to for four years and they had a daughter together was Carrie Lowell, who then became the second wife of Richard Gere. Oh, yeah. Mother of Homer. Yes. yes, yes. The worst name of a kid in the world, Homer. <laughs> well, and Griffin Dunn's father is the author, Dominic Dunn. Dominic Dunn. Yes. Yes, Donnie, I'm sorry I was burying yes, the lead. Dad, I forgot about I that Because I kept waiting for that. And Dominic Dunn from Vanity Fair. Fair from, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we love, love Dominic. Yeah. He died and, way too early. And, there's, and his, his sister, sister was murdered murder. in the hills of Arizona. Yes. She was on a hiking trip. She was and on never My re- Sister, My Sister Sam, or what was the show she was on? Uh, more oh, uh, Mindy was her Pam yeah, Donald was her yeah, co-star, and about. she was hiking. And no, she answered no, no, the door. Answered the and door. The guy yeah. got her address and showed up, even though he'd been making yes. And they passed all kinds of things, and that's why Dominic Dunn became a very prolific, prolific uh, reporter in of, the courts, in of, courts, yep, and the missing va- people and everything. Oh, I know. Jeez, uh, Dre, I I'm miss sorry. him. I know. Remember, he was just a and he was a fixture in the O.J. Simpson trial. Of well, course, you can, he's you can a wonderful writer. I mean, he's got some great books out. The other misses. Remember that one where it's sort of he does sort of thinly. He did thinly revealed like Romana Clef yes. type of novels. Mm. And he was short with the round glasses. Oh, yes, he was. Yes. I, I forgot that was his. Well, dad. I was f- figuring very... that that I was doing some research, and I'm figuring that's what's going to come. Well, I know. I I guess I skipped over that part. I just wanted to find out about his personal life, and I went right to the women. Gosh, like I'm nosy you do. like that, like Julia. you do, Laurie. Okay, thirty something years after thirty something, which we watched, right? Oh yeah. Um, and we, even though we were younger than the people in thirty something yes, we when this show came out, um, and I, I often wonder if that if that contributed to my uh, 
Okay, this will be good. This my, ought to be good. My my the seed of uh, or was it just my parents' breakup? I don't know. But this I had real distrust for marriage from something, Julia, and it might have been the show. I heard my parents, but honestly, the people seemed except. I remember just feeling deep unhappiness for most of the I, people. I thought it was uh, on that show, and I just had the hots for the one guy, and I don't know. I that show unsettled me. Really? I liked it. I did too. I know, but Donnie, why did it unsettle you? Because we, because uh, we were younger, we were younger. than the, these thirty. We weren't thirty oh, something okay. yet. It seemed like okay. such and a grim to, view of marriage. It, yeah, and it had there was like a I don't know a heaviness to it. I don't know. And, and you know Timothy Busfield, who was the redhead guy that um, was on it. He's married to Melissa, Melissa Gilbert. Gilbert and quite happy. He had some kind of an accusation when he was in town for a Twins game or filming or something. Yeah, I vaguely remember, remember that? that? I do. Oh, that's that. some vintage gossip. I think CJ might have reported on that. And what did he do? Something with his hands and yeah. putting and them on somebody who didn't want them there. And uh, he, that might have, I, I think he was filming something. It might have been, he was a... A drinking man, and maybe okay. he's a so. I think he's a sober man now. All and right. I feel like there was an apology, and like he went to treatment after that. Stayed in town for a little extra time. But this is like this, this is, is like, ninety early nineties. Oh then. yeah, Laurie, that is vintage. Uh, before you. we go, quick correction: uh, Dominique Dunn is not the my sister <laughs> Sam. A uh, woman who was murdered. Dominique Dunn was killed by her boyfriend, That's her ex boyfriend, in the hills. And uh, in her driveway, oh, I'm he attacked her. Yes. The two, I'm yes. mixing yeah, up the two. I, yeah, that was not that. I know who you're talking about, but that was a different. That was a stalker that stalker, attacked her. The Dominic Dunn were, was was killed by an ex boyfriend. Yes, yes. you're yes. correct. Yes, Donnie. Yep. Thank you. Okay. I was getting Arizona. my sister Sam, that okay. actress, yes. mixed up yeah. with, with Dominic Dunn. Dominique was an aspiring. Yeah, she actress. was in Poltergeist and yeah. several TVs and te- television series. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was only twenty-two. Oh, yeah. gosh. Anyway, right. oh. so there's a sequel of, in the works for thirty-something, okay. just to wrap up that whole okay. thing with all of the original actors. So now we'll get a CMB seventy-somethings, <laughs> and I don't know. I just it could be like a it big could be chill. really great. It would be like if yeah. the big chill people got back together you again. You can see these people having the time of their life now that oh the hard God. work is over and they have money. I'm free. And I hope some of them are doing something about gl- climate change. And, you know, they could but be- they show people in their 70s having, you know, the best ever time. That I hope would they be, would. That would be what, as long as they're going to be all back together. I think we wanted to see all, happier things now. Yeah, now that mm-hmm. you're at, they say that the happiness, you know, you get happier. From, Cheers. Yeah, every year that you get older after the We need to take a break. All right, we'll be when right back. When we come back, we're giving away tickets to Mean Girls coming up next week. Thanks for hanging out with us, you guys. We're going to take the seventh caller right now at 651 641 
1071 to get a tickets for the opening night, October 2nd, for Mean Girls. It's making its Twin Cities premiere here. And that's next Wednesday, yes, October 2nd. At the Orpheum. Woo! I know it. Winner will pick up tickets at Will Call, so Donnie will take that. Okay, so... So, J-Lo is big time in the news today. Oh, the earlier she, now news... Oh, this makes sense why yes. it is that, that somebody dropped this last night. All right. So, people are digging into J-Lo. And if she's she's been... It's been mentioned for the Hustler movie. Maybe she might be in run for runs for the Oscar. There's... Now we know she's going to be doing the halftime show with Shakira um, for the Super Bowl. So, this is a, an interview that someone dug up from 1998 when Jennifer... Had a lot to say about a lot of people. Well, twenty one years ago, this well, this first of all, I remember. Yeah, I, the right. magazine movie line. Yeah, it was like in the know. It was hot. I, yeah, and I feel like my friend in New York introduced. She's like, "Oh, you've got to read this." She was kind of like, "This is the insider thing," because her guy worked at Fox. That's right. And so, and then she turned me on to it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, really, they go in depth. And like when Interview, the magazine first started, where celebrities would interview celebrities. Right. Like, this is so cool. So here, I'm going to give you the names, and then you're going to figure out which one she's talking about. Okay, so this, and I do recall that about this interview is that um, good gossip happened a couple months after this interview that involved Madonna and Donatella Versace. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay, the year 1989. According to the story, Jennifer Lopez is 27, but if it was 1999, she'd be 30. We don't know what's right, what's wrong. But she was on the... It's up- 1998 is the interview. Right. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. You're right. You said 1989. It's 1998. Gosh, look at the dyslexia. 20, Jeez, one years ago. 21 years ago. Yeah. So... um she was 28 or 9 years old. Mm-hmm. So this was a pool-size interview, and she had just finished filming um, Sel- Selena. She was a fly girl on the... Um, she exploded she with did. that movie. She became an overnight, like, kind of a superstar. She was a big deal, okay? She, was, um, she hadn't had all of her great success on the music charts yet, but she had plenty of confidence, according to the writer, the interviewer, boasting her considerable talents and saying, I'm the best. And here's her quote. If you have the goods, there's nothing to be afraid of. If somebody doesn't have the goods, they're insecure. I don't have that problem. I'm not the best actress that ever lived. But I know I'm pretty good. So I don't have a problem with one word. I don't have a problem with one word of that either. You were being very kind of bitchy. No, 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 no. I don't have, I love it. You seemed like Judge Judy over there. I love her having this confidence. I love confidence. Okay. So now here she's talking about someone, one of the people. Here's who comes up Madonna, Cameron Diaz, Claire Danes, Gwyneth Paltrow. So you guess which one this is. Okay. Okay. But first of all, I want to know who did this. Who? dug up this movie line thing who dug it up i mean someone remembers it from back in the day and they dug it up because they posted the whole interview and so like uh 
You are not letting, you are not playing the game. Well, but you're reading it all out of context. You're not even leading up to the questions that launched her into saying all these things. So I want you to give the right context and not make it just because for me, the bigger thing is who did this? Who is angry that Jennifer Lopez is doing the Super Bowl today? What act wanted to have that? That is a great idea. Because is it Madonna? No, because she, she did it not that long did. ago. Yeah, Who that. would it be? And uh, and we can go back to what that's she said. That's interesting, Laurie. Well, yeah, because it's like, that's to me. And I certainly hope that any of these women, because it's like Gwyneth Paltrow, she weighed in on. and uh, Madonna, Cameron Diaz. Claire Danes, yeah. you know, other names came up. But these were all people that were like at the time. Her peers. Yeah, kind of. So, kind of. But I'm wondering, I hope if any of them get interviewed and if one person brings up, well, what do you think about what Jennifer Lopez said 21 years ago, that they shut him down cold and don't even answer? Because it was 21 years ago. People say it's so tacky, this resurface. So that's why I'm wondering who's mad about the good news for JLo that was coming out today that they tried to take a pre. Cardi B? On her head. All right, no, Cardi B was in Hustler. No. I'm trying to think of who would want to play the Super Bowl. Has Celine Dion done it? No, she's but she's on her world is, tour. This is beneath her. But Lori, who do you think then? Exactly, because if you think about every single person, Jennifer Lopez, name checks in this article, they're all relevant still. Yes, they including are. Including J-Lo. And yep. now they're all women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. And I... I'm very happy about this. Mm-hmm. I think what she, she says, there is that this. one thing she says that I don't know that any of them are lies in. I mean, this is where I will say this. I do remember this interview is what gave Jennifer Lopez the bitchy backstabber reputation was this disastrous. She's never been this frank since. And no. she kind of did an apology. And I think when we come back, we should relive some of the delicious gossip because it does. Yeah. It, it's what she said. And then there's even uh, a big fight at uh, the Versace Mansion almost. Really? Yeah. All right. I need to know. About All right. That. You there are so in the